Merry Christmas, Faith Mamas. We are so excited that we've been able to spend these past two months with you ladies. Like, you guys have blessed us so much. Yes, and so we have a gift for you guys. We wanted to give you a gift on Christmas um, just to say that we love you and we thank God for you. So throughout this whole week, we are going to be sharing our stories with you, those moments that we have felt hopeless and how God completely transformed us and brought us to a place of hope. And so we want to share that with you because you guys have been sharing so much with us, growing so much with us, and we are just so grateful and thankful that we want to give you part of our own heart. So thank you so much, Faith Mamas. We love you, and Merry Christmas. Hi, Mamas. Merry Christmas. I hope you guys are having an amazing Christmas with your families and friends. And we at Faith Mamas just wanted to give you all a gift from us to you and share a little bit of part of our hearts and our stories as our Christmas gift to you. So I pray that this blesses you. Um, I pray that you learn something from it and grow from it um, as well. So here we go. So, whew. A time that I felt where I lost all hope was definitely after my daughter was born. I went through a severe um, case of postpartum depression, and the signs were there for months. You know, um, I remember being at my in-law's house one time, and um, my daughter had pooped through her clothes, through her diaper, through her clothes, and being a new mom, I didn't have a change of clothes for her. And I had the biggest meltdown. I felt like such an utter failure because I did not have a change of clothes uh, for my baby. And my mother-in-law was like, it's not a big deal. I have a onesie upstairs. Go put it on her. Throw these clothes in the wash. And, you know, it's fine. And I couldn't move past that. I, I cried and I cried and I cried because I felt like such a terrible mom. So that was kind of like should have been one of like the red flags for me. Um, So, you know, as the months progressed and continued, um, I would cry and get upset over the slightest infractions. I would lose it over the slightest infractions. And this caused a lot of tension amongst myself and the people that I loved. Um, I was treating them pretty harshly. I, I became distant. You know, I, my sole focus was this little tiny person who couldn't really do much for herself, and I had to be, you know, her everything. And, it, and I, I completely got lost in my motherhood. I lost myself totally. I had no idea who I was anymore. I let being a mom just define my existence, but I wasn't really um, connecting uh, with with people anymore. And it was just kind of like, I'm just living this day-to-day life, um, kind of going through the motions. And I remember there was a time when it got to a point where it was really, really bad. And, you know, my, my husband recognized the signs and he was encouraging me to, you know, go to the doctor, get help, go talk to someone. And, you know, I, I don't know if you're anything like me, but um, I think as humans, we don't ever want to be told that there's something wrong with us. Nobody wants to be told, like, there's something wrong with you, right? So I was in denial about my postpartum depression for a really long time, so much so that I think the depression just got deeper and deeper rooted into my heart and into my spirit. 
And um, I remember a day where everything just kind of like imploded. And I was sitting, I was driving to uh, my in-law's house, and I was sitting at a traffic light. And I had the thought that, you know, things are so bad that I had lost all hope in my life. And I was like, I'm just going to end it right now. I'm going to, this light is red. The oncoming traffic is green. I'm just going to press the accelerator and I'm going to drive into traffic and it'll all be over. After I had those thoughts and they wouldn't go away, I, I, I picked up the phone and um, I called a really close friend of mine. I called her because um, she works in a profession where she, she deals with mental illnesses on a daily basis. And so I called her and I told her the thoughts that I was having. And she said, you need to go to the hospital. So the next phone call I made was, I think, to my mom. And my mom came and picked me up and drove me to the hospital. And, you know, I hadn't slept in three days. I hadn't eaten in three days. And I'm sitting in this hospital room knowing that there was just all of me was so broken. All of every piece of me was so broken. And my my husband and, and, and our daughter um, came to the hospital. My mom ended up taking the baby, and my husband stayed with me, and, and the doctors came in, and they said, okay, you have two choices here. We can admit you, and you can go upstairs to the psychiatric ward, or you can go to an outpatient therapy and talk to someone, and um, we'll try and get you, you know, back on your feet. And the thought of being locked up on a psychiatric ward scared the heck out of me. And so um, I opted to go to an outpatient um, therapist where um, I was seen and I went through an evaluation. I talked to a doctor and um, I got prescribed some medication, medication to um, help with my depression and my anxiety and uh, medication to help me sleep because I hadn't slept in three days. I got on medication and I started taking it um, consistently and it took about two weeks for me to start feeling the effects of the medicine. But right after I, I started taking the medicine, the next thing I did was I started seeing a, a Christian counselor and I started going to her every week. I needed to go to her to really understand what it was that I had just experienced and what it was that I had been through. Throughout these sessions, what I learned is that God had to take me through some pain because there were a lot of things that were deeply rooted in my heart that were not of God. And uh, he had to take me through um, a point of hopelessness to be able to uh, reconnect back to him. And I can honestly say I've always identified myself as a Christian. Uh, I grew up in the church. My grandparents were heavily involved in the church. I always identified myself as a Christian. But even though I always identified my as, myself as a Christian, I can't really say that I ever walked with God until after my um, encounter with suicide. Whew. 
be patient with me, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, God showed me that he had to take me through some stuff. You know, I had already, I had thought I had already been through some stuff in my life. Um, some definitely some difficult things that I've experienced prior to this, but this was the hardest thing that God has ever brought me to. And I know he brought me to this place. I know he brought me to this need. I know he brought me um, to this place of hopelessness because he needed to do something different in my life. He needed to work. Um, he needed to work a miracle in my life. There were, there were such things, things rooted in my heart of, um, you know, rejection and unforgiveness and um, hard-heartedness. And um, he had to sort through all of, he needed me to sort through all of these things so that I could get to him. And so um, throughout this process of, um, you know, talking to my Christian counselor and, and truly, you know, being connected to God, he gave me several resources. He gave me a, a couple of books. One book, the, the, name, the title of the book is actually escaping me right now. But um, he gave me a book where the author talks about lying in the floor and having these moments with God and just letting it all go, letting your body sink into the floor, letting your mind connect with God and just sitting in God's presence, laying in God's presence. And so that was one of the first things that I did to really start to try and connect with God. I would have these moments where my um, emotions would totally transform and take over everything about me. They take over my thoughts. They take over my heart. They take over my words. They take over my actions. And I, it was like I couldn't function. And so in those moments, I would get on the floor, I would lay down with my arms stretched out to the side and just let my body sink into the floor and I would just pray. I would pray that God be my strength, that God be my refuge, that God be my fortress and I would just pray and um, every time I did that, I felt closer and closer to God and um, the more I started doing that, God started showing me that he really needed me to get connected to a body of, of, of God-fearing women. He needed me to get connected to a group of women that could pull me, help pull me out of this place. And um, that's where I got introduced to Faith Mamas. And when I tell you that God has done a work through Faith Mamas in my life, he has completely reframed, reshaped, transformed, rebuilt my heart, my mind, and my spirit. God has gifted me with this community of moms that I am so grateful for. Um, he's gifted me with a sisterhood of mothers who have experienced similar things to me, who have um, had hard times and challenges in their lives. But God really uh, led me to this place because I know that I know that I know that I know that he has something greater for my life, that his plan and his purpose for my life are bigger than any depression that I've been through, are bigger than any seasons of hurt that I've been through, are bigger than any seasons of fear or failure or defeat that I've been through, that God's plan for my life is awesome. And I'm so grateful that God saved me. God truly saved me, y'all. I was so in such a dark place that I could not see anything but death. And God 
in that moment said, no, I gave you life. I gave you purpose. And I'm going to show you what that is, what I have for you. But you've got to trust me. You've got to get connected to me. You've got to plug into me. You've got to find a group of women who can surround you and help you through this process of getting to know me. And that's what Faith Mamas has done for me. And I'm so grateful for that gift. So I just want to encourage you guys um, that if you're in a place, if you're in a season where you're kind of uncertain about your future or you only see death, you only see destruction, you only see darkness, plug into Faith Mamas so that God's light can radiate in your life. In the same way that he did for me, he will do it for you. I know that I know that I know he will. Because if he can save me from death, he can save you too. So I pray that this testimony is a blessing. I pray that this testimony will save someone's life. I pray that this testimony will give someone hope that they can come out of the darkness. And step into the light with Jesus Christ. I thank you guys for letting me be transparent with you. I thank you guys for um, growing with us here at Faith Mamas. And I truly do pray that you um, plug in and get connected and step into the light with Jesus. So Merry Christmas, Faith Mamas. Um, I hope you have an amazing Christmas with your family and friends. Um, And uh, if no one's told you that they love you today, remember that God loves you, I love you, and you're beautiful. Be blessed, y'all. Merry Christmas.